You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiou, and uh, happy Monday. Is it Monday? I have to double check because the days are all over the place, aren't they, over this Christmas period. Yes, it's Monday. Happy Monday uh, to each and every one of you. Hope you're all well. Um, just uh, jumped on this afternoon to discuss uh, the reports uh, regarding William Saliba. Uh, and if you're to believe those reports, which originate from the French publication Nice Matan, uh, they claim that William Saliba is set to leave Arsenal on loan this uh, window and join Nice in France. So William Saliba uh, looks to be very much on his way back to France. Uh, not with Saint-Étienne this time, though. With, of course, Nice, the club who recently sacked Arsenal legend Patrick Vieira. So uh, it seems that William Saliba is on his way there. We understand that a medical um, is or has taken place. Not entirely sure on the timescales of that, but that's what the reports um, I've read are saying. And, and I'd be interested to know what you guys have to say on the whole William Saliba debate. It's been uh, a subject that we've discussed time and time again over the last few months. William Saliba... Um, signed from St Etienne for big money, loaned back to the club uh, upon his return to Arsenal, well, not return, upon joining Arsenal, actually joining up with the team, joining up with the club, hasn't quite gone his way. Um, and there's been a lot of debate around the fact that he's been left out of squads. Um, he's not been involved. He's not been trusted by Mikel Arteta. Uh, so I'd be very interested to see what you guys have to say on that. And I'll be sharing my thoughts as well uh, throughout this broadcast. Don't forget, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you're new. Um, and if you're listening via the audio platforms, please, please do leave us a review. We put out two shows uh, yesterday, um, one of which became available in audio format this morning. So head over and check those out as well. If you haven't already, they're the two previous videos if you're joining us uh, via YouTube. So please do check those out. And uh, also, Check out Simply Seria. My Seria podcast is back. Uh, we recorded an episode this morning. It's available on all major podcast stores. All you got to do is search Simply Seria. It's also available on YouTube right here on this channel. As I said uh, on Simply Seria earlier today, we're going to be uh, dropping the next few episodes via this channel as well. So that those of you uh, who are subscribed uh, to me for Arsenal reasons uh, will be able to take a look at it, check it out see what you think. And if you like it, you can head over to the dedicated Simply Seria YouTube channel and subscribe to that as well. Let's say a big hello to some of you in the live uh, chat before um, before we move uh, on to discuss William Saliba and his proposed move in a little bit more detail. Big hello to Omar. Uh, big hello to Alan K. Says, good day, mate. How's it going, Harry? All good, mate. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, KG Leoma says, uh, happy Monday, Harry. Big hello to Liam. Um, big hello to Gunner since 96. I, I love this one. Uh, Alfred J says, finally did the hair, Harry. If you could call this 
the hair did. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll see I'm not wearing the cap backwards this time. Um, literally just dashed some water on it and um, pushed it back because it is out of control. But we're in lockdown uh, or tier four, whatever you want to call it here in London at the moment. And the barber shops are not open. So it's a, it's a bit of an issue. But yeah, uh, managed to do a little something, something with it. There you go. Uh, let's see what you guys are saying with regards uh, to the the news about William Saliba and that he looks set to join uh, Nice on loan. Uh, Omar says, we are holding back his career by sending him on loan after loan. It's sad, man. Uh, Billy Boy is of an opposite view and he says, so happy for him. Good luck, Saliba. Um, Liam says, I think being back in France will be good for the kid given his circumstances. Um Alfred asks if Saliba is that bad. And and the answer to that, Alfred, is that as Arsenal fans, we've not seen enough of him to make a fair judgment. I genuinely believe that. Like, you know, you, there, there have been a lot of Arsenal fans throughout this whole William Saliba saga who have been outraged by the fact he's not playing, disgusted by the fact that he's been left aside. But how much of William Saliba have we watched? And, and and the answer is, in an Arsenal shirt, not very much at all. And nowhere near enough to make a judgment or an assessment um, on how good or how good he isn't. Um, Mafia Boss says it's better for both parties. Uh, KG Lioma says Saliba better come back after this loan and straight into the team next season if we do not buy a world-class centre-back. Uh, Alexander Ross says Saliba can't be that bad if Fofana is killing it at Leicester. Of course, the pair played together at St Etienne. Uh, big hello to Anton uh, and to Shalik, who says so stupid that we're looking at selling Saliba. He looked like a beast at St Etienne. Let me clarify the details of this reported loan deal um, before we kind of get uh, into the ins and outs of it and we, we get into a really deep discussion. Um, let's see uh, what else you guys are saying. Alan says, obviously Arteta doesn't rate Saliba. I don't know the player, so maybe he's no good. Um, Guna Matt says, do you think there's something dodgy about the original deal? Quite possibly. Um, we know that Raul Senlehi, after a few deals, was was moved towards the exit door because there was a, an unhappiness around some of the deals he did. We know that the Cronky sent somebody in uh, to look at the books, to look at the finances, to try and make sense of what had been going on at the football club. Um, and, and, and you know, a, a, as a result of all of that, Raul Sanley left. So there's a good chance that there could have been something a little bit untoward in that deal. Maybe Arsenal feel now, in hindsight, that they overpaid for the player. Perhaps the, the, the due diligence done ahead of the transfer was not sufficient and we ended up with a player who we didn't really uh, have a use for at this moment in time. Let's take a quick pause on the comments for a minute and I will come back to, to your comments, but let, let, let's break down the William Saliba situation and what exactly has gone on uh, with William Saliba. Of course, signed by Arsenal um, for around about £27 million is the figure that was reported. Loaned immediately back to St Etienne, which was absolutely fair enough. We were talking about, at the time, an 18-year-old kid who had very um, had just broken through at St Etienne and had put in some good performances, but still looked a little bit raw, still looked a little bit inconsistent. And so you can understand why Arsenal felt that loaning him back was the right idea. You can also understand why St Etienne wanted to take the player back on loan. It probably was a bit of a deal breaker. Uh, I'm sure there were a number of clubs, as we were led to believe, that were looking at William Saliba and the fact that Arsenal 
were willing to loan him back to the French outfit, I think went a long way in persuading him that actually Arsenal were the club to do a deal with. He was obviously at St Etienne and then we had the whole uh, COVID-19 thing where football stopped, football paused, the French league was abandoned um, and obviously the loan deal was only up until June. The French uh, Cup final went ahead in July, I believe, but Arsenal had recalled uh, William Saliba by that point or at least made it clear that they were going to do that. Now, William Saliba's contract stated that he should return to Arsenal in June. The season didn't continue in France, which was why he was recalled. But then, of course, there was that matter of the French Cup final. And there was a lot of back and forth about that between the two clubs. Arsenal were reluctant to let William Saliba participate in the Cup final for one of for a number of reasons, actually, for two reasons that I understand anyway. The first one being obviously the clear and obvious one of him risking picking up an injury and what that would have done. You know, William Saliba, had he returned, had he played in that cup final and picked up an injury, that would have come as a massive, massive blow for Arsenal. Um, You know, finally getting the player that they paid all those millions of pounds for only for him to be injured would have been just unacceptable. And as Arsenal fans, I think we'd have all been up in arms, wouldn't we? We'd have all been cursing the management um, and the fact that they allowed William Saliba to go and play in that match just wouldn't have sat right with me. Um, We talk about Arsenal, you know, needing to be ruthless, needing to be selfish in certain situations. I thought Arsenal were ruthless in that situation. But as a result of all of that, um, William Saliba didn't get to play in the French Cup final. And you don't know how that impacted the player. You know, as a as a footballer you growing up, that's the kind of game that you, you're looking at playing and you're desperate to play and you're desperate to take part in at some point in your career. So to have that essentially taken away from you uh, because your new club don't want to take a risk, it could come as a little bit of a blow. And it could have been the beginning of uh, of this damaged relationship that we're, we're seeing right now between Arsenal and William Saliba. Um, you know, you don't know what the ins and outs of it are, of course, but it, it does feel like that was probably the beginning of the relationship between Arsenal Football Club and William Saliba going a little bit sour. The other reason I spoke about Arsenal not necessarily wanting him to play in that game was was financial. Um, we know that there was a clause in that loan deal that had Saliba played an, a certain amount of games, Arsenal would have been obligated to pay a slightly uh, higher uh, price towards him. Um, I think it was around about £2 million, £2 or £3 million. Doesn't sound like a great deal of money in the big picture when you're considering the finances uh, that are involved in the game at the moment and that we paid 27 odd million for William Saliba. Arsenal understandably probably didn't want to pay that extra couple of million pounds just because William Saliba was going to trigger another clause by playing in a con- in a cup final after his contract at St Etienne had expired. Um so I think that played a part as well. Um moving on, William Saliba was handed the number 4 shirt at Arsenal, which again um, and I know nowadays that probably doesn't mean as much as it did once upon a time, but to get the f- number four shirt, a number worn previously by Arsenal legends such as uh, Patrick Vieira, um, you know, to get that number probably suggested to a lot of the fans and a lot of the supporters that actually William Saliba was very much a part of the plans this season. And then the fact that he, he hasn't been included and he hasn't been used, you know, just 
after all of that, after him being denied a place in the cup final, being given the number four shirt, probably came as a little bit of a surprise to people, maybe a little bit of a surprise to William Saliba as well. When he returned or when he joined the club, sorry, um, it was clear that, that Mikel Arteta and his coaching staff didn't feel that he was ready to play as a first teamer at Arsenal Football Club. And you've got to kind of respect the manager's decision on that, because as I said, right at the top of this show, for all the complaints about it, for all the people that were up in arms moaning about it, etc., etc., actually, not many of us, if any of us, have seen a great deal of William Saliba at any point in his career. And so I think you've got to just to a degree, trust the boss's management um, or the boss's assessment on that one. And I wasn't overly upset about the fact that William Saliba wasn't included. You know, we we talked about, um, or we have talked about his personal problems, personal problems that became public not too long ago. Actually, the fact that he lost his mother um, and he really struggled to deal with that, as with anyone in particular, somebody who's just 18 years old and being asked to go over to another country and 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 fit in and, and and get involved at a big football club, a, a football club where there is huge pressure. Um, you know, I, I think that, that that obviously played a part and that is something that Mikel Arteta thought about uh, when making the decision that he did. You know, yes, you could argue that there are certain players in that squad that um, that don't have futures at Arsenal Football Club. And, and so based on that, William Saliba probably should have been put ahead of them in the pecking order. But... As a manager, do you do that to the detriment in the, of the team? I mean, if you think as Mikel Arteta that Skodran Mustafi would be of more use to your squad right now than William Saliba, if that's your opinion, and I'm not saying I completely agree with that, um, but if that is your opinion, if that is what you genuinely feel and what you believe, you would pick the player that, in your opinion, gives you a better chance of achieving the results you need to achieve. That That's kind of my point here. And... um you know, and there'll be lots of debate about Mustafi and, and some of the others. And, uh, you know, and, and maybe you could argue that the fact that Pablo Marie was injured for so long and was never going to be back before December um, means that he probably should have missed out on that initial squad as well. And, and maybe William Saliba could have come in in his place. So there is a lot to digest here. There is a lot to think about, a lot to consider. Um, but as I said, if, if Mikel Arteta, having watched William Saliba, and that's something that we haven't done a great deal of as Arsenal fans, Having watched him, if he decided that, in his view, somebody like Mustafi would be a better option, then you kind of, to a degree, just got to trust him. Uh, big hello to Kevin Campbell, former Arsenal striker. Um, how are you doing, Kevin? Happy New Year to you. Hope you and the family are all well. He says, good afternoon, Harry and all the fans. Happy New Year. The Saliba situation is baffling, as we'd much rather see him involved before Mustafi, etc. Wouldn't we? Yeah, I think we would, because we know that Mustafi doesn't have a future at Arsenal Football Club. We know that there's a good chance he could leave in January. We know that there's a good chance if he doesn't leave in January that he'll just walk away on a free transfer in the summer. You know, of course, Mustafi now is free to talk to clubs abroad, um, given that his contract is is nearing its end. So there is, um, you know, there is, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, an element of that. But going back to the point I was making, I, I do feel like Mikel is in a better position than us as fans to decide whether or not 
William Saliba would add something to the squad, whether or not he'd be uh, a more reliable choice than somebody like Shkodran Mustafi, who hasn't been a regular starter. Let's let's be let's be fair. Um, but you know, in the event that he had to call on a centre back, did he feel that Mustafi would be more trustworthy than William Saliba at this point? It's not to say that Saliba isn't going to go on and become a better player than Mustafi, but you know, the, the inexperience, the 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 personal problems, the fact that he hasn't really pulled up any trees um, as far as the Arsenal coaching staff are concerned, I think all played a part in that. Um, you know, I've discussed sort of the way his arrival came about, the fact that he was denied a place in the FA, in the French uh, Cup final and, and maybe the impact that that might have had on his relationship uh, with the club. We've also got to take into account that Arsenal were were very willing to loan out William Saliba in the summer transfer window. Of course, it was a strange window. Um, it went on until October, but we know that there was a deal in place that would have taken William Saliba back to St Etienne um, on deadline day, and it just didn't get completed in time. So Arsenal's view at that point was very much that William Saliba needs to go out on loan. Yes, it's been frustrated that he's had to play. <clears throat> Apologies, October, November, December, um, or, or he's had to be at the club for October, November, December and not get an opportunity. But we know that the deal was close to being done. We know that Arsenal were trying to do that deal. And so, you know, it just didn't work out. So the, the intention to loan William Saliba out was there from the summer window. It's not something that Mikel Arteta has just clicked his fingers and come up with now. That was always the view of Mikel and that was always the idea for William Saliba. It didn't materialise for whatever reason. Paperwork wasn't done in time, etc., etc. But the point I'm making is that he wasn't part of the plan from then. This isn't a decision that has been made um, just recently, just lately. Um, it, it was never part of the plan uh, for William Saliba to stay at Arsenal. Um, he's, join, he's joining Nice now, from what we, we understand. And Nice are a club who are in desperate need of a central defender. Um, Patrick Vieira, um, recently sacked by Nice and, and obviously lost his captain uh, Dante to an ACL injury, a centre-back. So you can understand why uh, Nice are in the market for one at the moment. Um, let's let's go back to some of your uh, comments. Uh, really, really appreciate your interaction and really appreciate your kind donations via the Super Chat. Thank you, Liam, uh, so much for that, mate. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, and thank you for your support of the channel. Uh, let's see uh, what else uh, you guys are saying on the subject. Uh, Anish Thomas says, I'm baffled at why we did all that drama, not allowing him to play in the FA Cup final and then never let him play a single minute at Arsenal. Uh, Pat S says, if Saliba was to walk straight into the first team, then I could understand him not being allowed to play the St Etienne Cup final. Otherwise, I'd argue it's best for the player and the character to win a cup. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think when you're talking solely about William Saliba's development as a footballer. Of course, there's no doubt about that. It would have been beneficial for him to get the experience of playing in a cup final uh, and, and understand sort of the uh, what is necessary uh, to play at that level and, and, you know, maybe experience the euphoria of winning or the, the disappointment of losing. You know, it couldn't have been a bad thing for Saliba. I totally agree with that. But as I said, there were a couple of reasons as to why Arsenal didn't allow that to happen. And if you're asking me my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think the financial reason was probably the bigger one of the two. Um, Junior Gunner says, "I'm Harry, I'm still Arteta out. He's managed to get a tune out of the players the last three fixtures, but the poor team selection tactics 
and start to a season doesn't change anything. But what can we do? We'll, we'll talk about Arteta a little bit later on 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 today's second podcast. Um, if you're listening via the audio, it'll be out for you first thing in the morning. But um, we will be live on this channel again a little bit later, around about 5.30 p.m. this evening. And, and we'll discuss that in a little bit more detail, Junior Gunner. We are focusing on Saliba here. Um, but keep that in, thought in mind because we'll be taking questions um, on a wider variety of issues uh, on that show later on. So keep that one up your sleeve and, and I'll discuss that in a little bit more detail. Um, let's see uh, what else you guys are saying. Uh, Sonny Truth Unfiltered says, seems a bit, first of all, happy new year, mate. How you doing? He says, uh, seems a bit strange. His partner at Leicester has taken to the Premier League like a duck to water. Um, yeah. Uh, but again, I, just like I hadn't seen much of Saliba uh, and I still haven't seen much of Saliba, hadn't seen anything uh, or Fofana either. So I'm not really sure um, at what point he is in his development, but it, obviously he's done a, a decent job um, at Leicester City and, and he's somebody that Brendan Rodgers really trusts. Uh, Charles Joseph talks about Aubameyang. We'll come on to, you know what, we'll do a question section at the end of this bit, at the end of this show, sorry. So keep those questions, put them in the live chat again when I when I say, uh, just because the chat constantly updates and um Maybe I'll um, maybe I'll miss some of those as a result of that. So keep those up your sleeve, and I'll get you to drop them in the chat a little bit later on. Uh, Callum Ferguson says maybe it's his attitude. I didn't like his insta shenanigans. I didn't like that either. You're right. Um, it did come off the back of him being excluded from the squad, and perhaps there was a bit of frustration coming through there from William Saliba. But it was immature and it was silly, and I feel like he surrounded himself um, or he's allied or partnered up or or aligned himself, I should say, with maybe some of the wrong the wrong characters in and around that Arsenal squad. Um, and and I didn't like what he did on Instagram either, the fact that he was kind of making digs at the fact he wasn't included, kind of bantering about it with Matteo Genduzzi just didn't sit right with me. Um, and maybe you're right, Callum, maybe the attitude hasn't really uh, impressed uh, Mikel Arteta. Um Alfred J says, Mikel Arteta also thinks that Willian is a better option than Pepe and the rest up front. I don't think this manager knows what he's doing. So despite the free wins, there are still um, a fair amount of Arsenal fans out there who are a little bit concerned about Mikel Arteta and whether he actually knows what is best for this side. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Um, talking about alternative options, your local MCE says, I've been really impressed by Pablo Marie. What's your thoughts on him, Harry? Yep, shown good signs uh, in the last few games, shown a calmness um, and a stability. Uh, I still think I, I'm a little bit worried about a lack of pace, a lack of mobility at times. But if he's got the right partner next to him, I don't see that being a major issue. Per Mertesacker, I thought did okay at Arsenal. Um, he wasn't the most mobile, but he's reading of the game more often than not got him out of situations. So yeah, um, I'd hope that that would be the same uh, for Pablo Marie. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Harry Land says, uh, Saliba leaving on loan is good. Defensively, we've been okay this season and I don't think Saliba would have made a huge difference. Playing Mustafi is to keep him relevant and more attractive to other clubs. Good point. Really good club. Uh, really good point. Sorry. If Arsenal are looking to move squad Ram Mustafi off um, in this January transfer window and potentially gain a little bit of a fee for him, uh, then maybe uh, that uh, that has played a part in it. Um, but I think you're right. I don't think centre-back has been our issue this season. Um, you know, we've had a number of issues, but 
And maybe you could argue at times that that was one of them. But I don't think it's at the top of the the issues list for me as I watch on. Um, You know, I don't think Gabriel's been bad. I think Holding's been decent for the most part. I think that Luis has been decent for the most part. I think that Tierney, when he's played as a left centre-back, has done a decent job. So I think you're right. I don't think that central defence has been our biggest problem uh, so far this season. Uh, Let's see what else uh, some of you guys are saying. Um, Graham Sutherland says we don't trust Arteta's management of his players and that's what the root cause of this is yeah and, and, and you've got absolutely uh, a genuine uh, case and good reason to feel that way about Mikel Arteta's man management we've seen him uh, struggle to to manage a number of different players uh, regarding different situations throughout this season and and that's why I say that you've got an absolutely valid point when you you raise a concern and a bit of a worry about whether Mikel's man management is quite where it needs to be at this stage. Um, Philip Zagar says, can you stop for a sec? I have to take the trash out. Just pause it, mate. (laughs) Um, What else have we got here? Uh, Munch Game says, you know Saliba is going to be one of the best centre-halves in the world and when he leaves permanently, it will be the most annoying thing ever. Um, he also goes on to say he's the next Varane. That is a big, uh, big claim. Um, Alexander Ross says Saliba was considered better than Fofana at St Etienne. Yeah, he was. Um, he was considered uh, better than Fofana at St Etienne. But sometimes the adaptation to a new league and to a new club just is less strenuous, and less difficult for certain players. And it very much feels like Fofana, um, as someone said in the comments earlier, um, has taken to life in the Premier League like a duck to water. Uh, Perhaps that's because he didn't have the personal issues going on. Perhaps that's because uh, he has a coach who believes in him. There there are so many factors you have to consider here. Really are. Uh, Dennis Poon says, I don't think... I." don't think there is more to it than Saliba is just not at the level after all he's been through. We have a number of centre-backs now. Uh, next season, there is much more room for him. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I think that's probably, you know, unless you know something else has gone down, it's very difficult to speculate and essentially make things up, isn't it? So uh, I can understand uh, why why your view is, is what it is. Uh, Giovanni Bergantino says, I heard that in the summer, Arsenal were willing to let him play the cup final. On the conditions, Arsenal didn't have an ex- have to pay an extra fee because of a certain appearance clause. Yeah, that is right. Um, that is right. And it also says, and they wanted a certain fitness program followed and St Etienne didn't accept those conditions. So yeah, um, he didn't play in that cup final as a result of both clubs not coming to an agreement. That's right. Um, that is right. Uh, Liam, uh, thank you again, mate, for your super chat again. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it said, would you accept no signings in January if it genuinely resulted in better signings in the summer? Yeah, I would. Um, I would because I don't want to see these half-hearted signings. And, and one of them that I keep going on about and people get pissed off with me when I say it is I feel like Buendia is that. I feel like Buendia is that halfway house signing. He's not a top class player yet. Probably isn't going to be if you're 24 years old and you're playing in the championship at Norwich. I've got to ask questions um, about your suitability and your your ceiling. So I'd rather not sign someone like Buendia and put that 15, 20 million pound, whatever it is going to take to get him at the club. Um, I'd rather see that put in the summer. Um, you know, yeah, I'd rather see that in the summer. And as a result, we can then go and get the players that we need. If you put that money into our summer budget, I think that would be more sensible. I really, really do. 
um your local mce uh, another kind super chat donation thank you so much mate uh for your support it says hi harry hope you and your family are well keeping on the zivania to get me through this period yeah is me too um this really helped me uh get over this bloody virus uh, he says opinions on lacazette right now his form is great you know what get your questions in the chat now we've kind of diverted a little bit away from Saliba on the last couple of questions. So um, get your questions in on anything Arsenal now, and we'll pick up uh, a, a few of those now uh, before we lock off the screen. Um, uh, screen Stream, I should say. Uh, he says, opinions on Lacazette right now. His form is great. Yep, his form is great. Um, but we've seen this from Lacazette, in my opinion, a few too many times. This, this, These periods in which he looks very, very good, and then we see the dips again. I think that Lacazette has massively been helped by the fact that there is players he can now link up with. The movement of Saka, of Martinelli, of Emil Smith-Rowe, I think has really helped Lacazette thrive. Um, and it's really helped him, um, you know, showcase what it is that he's good at. And that is linking up the play. That is the thing he produces that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang doesn't. That ability to link up with players and and. And, and put moves together. I think Lacazette is very good at that. Add to that, he's picked up a few goals recently and he's very much a confidence player. And we are seeing, um, we are seeing now the best um, uh, of uh, of Lacazette as a result of him, A, being confident and B, I think having the right tools and the right players around him. Uh, thank you so much for your kind donation and for your question. Uh, let's pick up a few more uh big hello to claudio aronica thank you so much uh for your shout out um julian tuffy says i can't see arteta letting a good player go unless he genuinely feels he needs the loan time it is very important to note, and i probably should have said this earlier on i can't believe i didn't actually it's really poor on my part there is no option for nice to buy uh william saliba at the end of this loan deal there is no option to buy which suggests given that you know the, the the terms of the of the loan deal that suggests to me that Arsenal do believe that William Saliba has a future at Arsenal Football Club. Still, the issue is here is in Arsenal treating him the way they have, in Arsenal sending him out on loan, in Arsenal not including him in the squad. Has there been a damage and a friction uh, caused between him and Mikel Arteta, and is that something that? The, the pair can recover from. In the event that Saliba goes out on loan to Nice, does a good job, Arsenal bring him back. Does he come back having proved the point and feel like, you know, yeah, I've proved myself now and, and I'm going to get behind Mikel Arteta and I'm going to show him now uh, what he's been missing? Or does there come a little bit of a, a, a friction, as I said? Is there going to be a bit of bad feeling between the two? Because... Saliba will feel that he was never given a chance at Arsenal. So which way is that going to go? I think that is a massive question. And I think that will play a huge part in what William Saliba's future looks like. It all depends on the player's attitude. You know, there are some players who will go out there, who will do a job, who will want to prove Mikel Arteta wrong and come back with the right attitude, um, hopefully having done that. But there are others who will go the other way and will be bitter about it, will be angry about it, or struggle to recover from it in terms of the relationship between themselves and the boss. And we don't really know which one of those two types of players William Saliba is. And we're going to have to wait and see how that pans out. But that is a concern for me. The fact that his treatment at Arsenal Football Club so far um, may end up uh, leading to him and the manager's relationship being a poor one. And as a result, um, you know, we could we, we could see 
maybe a, a, a situation where regardless of the fact that Nice won't won't have an option to buy and that they'll have to join the queue like everybody else if um if he is sold you know you just don't know how this is going to plan out and a year or, or six months even that he's going to go out on loan for I should say uh, to Nice is a very long time in football and a lot can change a lot can change indeed just a quick reminder if you haven't already um, be sure to hit that like button. I can see uh, via the live stream uh, that there are over 180 of you watching us across the multiple platforms at the moment. Uh, but on YouTube, we've only got 36 likes, guys. So can I please ask that you smash that like button? It is so, so important. And if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, please do so. We're approaching uh, 11,000 subscribers. I think we're about 250 um, away the last time I looked. So we want to get there as soon as possible. Um, it would be very, very much appreciated. Um, also, if you're a patron of the Chronicles of Aguna, keep an eye on your inbox uh, because I'll be dropping you guys a message uh, today uh, about something that's uh, pretty important uh, for you guys. Um, so please uh, keep your eyes peeled for that message as well. And feel free to come back to me with any questions. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Um, in terms of your comments, I'm just going to pick up a couple more, uh, just a little bit shorter time. Um, Southland Knight says, what's the truth about Saliba? Well, we've been discussing it, um, and, and you know, and, and trying to make sense of it. Um, nobody outside of the club really knows the answer to that, do they? Um, that that's the issue here. Uh, Raul says our defense has actually been one of the better parts of the team. It would be all right if Saliba gets a lot of game time. Agreed. Um, the game time can only be a good thing for William Saliba, uh, and fingers crossed he goes out and gets that at Nice, and he can come back a better player and ready to help this Arsenal side. Um, Big Gunner D says good afternoon, Harry. Either way, Saliba coming back from loan still lands him in the same position where he needs to fight for his place. Yeah, agreed. Uh, he'll need to fight for his place at Arsenal, but. Um, what it means is that he may be in a better position to fight for his place, i.e. with more experience in better physical condition, um, having put the, the, the traumas of his personal life behind him um, by going out and focusing on his football in a country that he's comfortable in, in a league that he's comfortable in. Uh, look, I, if he's not part of the plans, if, he, if Mikel Arteta doesn't feel that William Saliba is ready right now, then this is not a bad thing. I don't see how it can be a bad thing. Um, you know, barring him going out and getting a long-term injury now that we'll see him ruled out for a long period of time. William Saliba going and playing football for me cannot be a bad thing. He needs it. He needs it. Um, and only by playing football will he be able to put his personal issues behind him, get on with his career and prove to Mikel Arteta that he is ready to play a part at a huge club like Arsenal. Um Let's see uh, what else you guys are saying uh, in terms of our transfer activity. Uh, this window, Fabrizio Romano is saying that Arsenal are looking at Buendia, but departures and loans of Socrates and Ozil are that our top priority. That's according to Sudan Sudanwa. Um, I haven't seen Fabrizio Romano's latest reports, but I will check that out. And I'm sure uh, we'll discuss that a little bit um, later on on the on our transfer update show uh, or our podcast that is coming at around about 5.30 p.m. this evening. So stay tuned for that. Turn on your notifications if you haven't, and that way you will never miss a show. Right, um, let's 
wrap it up there. Uh, we're going to leave it there. We've done a good 35 minutes or so on William Saliba, the situation. I've shared my thoughts. You guys have shared yours in the comments. If you're watching this back on replay, drop your thoughts in the chat box. Um, uh, in the comment section, sorry, I do always check them uh, and I do always read them. Um, so I'd, uh, I'd I'd look forward to seeing what some of you guys have to say on that. If you're listening via the audio platforms, don't forget to leave us a five star review uh, and subscribe to the channel, uh, the podcast. If you are new, that brings us to the end of this William Saliba special. And as I said, we'll be back later on with another live stream. Um, and in the case of those of you on the audio platforms, our next show will be dropping first thing tomorrow morning. So stay tuned for that. Cheers. listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.